so good and i'm ready to pass out in food coma but no we are here to podcast with high energy <laughs> you're damn right todd <laughs> but we we gotta do this we can't don't make me replace you with another with a with a younger more lively energetic todd <laughs> that's basically anybody <laughs> Find some random intern. Their name isn't even Todd. I'll just I'll declare that they are Todd now. <laughs> like, I'm Steven. You're Todd. <laughs> uh, well, uh, welcome everybody. Welcome back to the Getting Off Topic podcast. This is Tony. This is Todd. And uh, yeah, we are back after a very brief hiatus because it was decided that the last episode was so garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that uh i mean it was busy through the week anyway i didn't have time to sit there and edit so i just kind of like let it fly i was like ah fuck it <laughs> like we were low energy anyway we were both i forget why i was so out of it but i just felt like i had zero energy i, I felt like i didn't sleep that night or something i don't know but whatever so we got we have a smattering of older headlines which i think are so cool and we should talk about and and some new stuff too um but yeah first and foremost i am uh gonna get all my old man notes together here because today i am officially um 29 for the <laughs> seventh time in a row <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> doesn't really hit to your 29 for the 11th time in a row oh jesus no we're not going there yet uh, <laughs> i am closer than uh further I'll, I'll put it that way you're further you're closer to 40 than you are 30 mm-hmm. well i am now too I, I now join those ranks um i mean i guess you can still technically get away by saying oh i'm in my mid 30s like yeah that's like maybe 34 35 36 um eh, whatever you know the 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 numbers don't really bother me um like it's like whatever it's just a fucking another another number it's just another year but i usually if i do have any freakouts it's because i'm comparing to like what i was doing with my life the year prior so it's like cuz you know just naturally just like people do with uh, with new years it's like oh where was i last new years oh i didn't lose those pounds i said i was going to or <laughs> oh i didn't get around to writing the great american novel or some shit <laughs> whatever um i actually had i, I was telling you, i did have the last couple of days i had my kind of weird ups and downs mood wise just because i was kind of feeling that i i i don't well i mean i don't really have any regrets because this past year i told myself like i'm not going to do any of my I'm not going to get around to any of my creative shit because I just used the, you know, the working from home situation to work all that easy overtime, which, you know, we kind of needed to for our situation. And, but I definitely started feeling the burnout like a week or two back. So I made the wise choice to take a break from the overtime. And since I did that, I realized like, Oh yeah, I, I don't know if I can go back. <laughs> Cause I feel like the, the shackles are off me. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> Dobby is you've, a free elf. <laughs> <laughs> you've realized how much you can accomplish with just a couple extra hours in your day now. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I mean, Meg was calming me down like she does. That's 
that's her lot in life as as the missus she's like tony like calm the fuck out <laughs> chill the fuck out <laughs> um oh great somebody's car alarm's going off well that's cool okay there we go <laughs> um no yeah uh just just keeping it real here on the getting off topic podcast um no, yeah, I was kind of going down my rabbit hole of like, ah, oh, like another year's gone by and I still haven't fucking touched my, you know, the next book. I haven't gotten back to writing like I wanted to. I haven't my my camera, uh, my I mean, I was kind of going back and forth with selling my 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 DSLR camera for the last several years. Because I was like, at this point, it's like, well, aren't our phone cameras good enough? Like, I yeah, mean, you mentioned that like when I was still living with you. And yeah, that was like yeah. Four years ago, and then I would I would toy with it. Sometimes I think I even put it up for sale uh, a couple times online, or just put out feelers. Hey, anybody want this? And then I would inevitably ine- inevitably just take it back down and say, Oh, I'll I'll keep it. One of these days, I'm gonna get around to, you know, playing with it again, whatever. And but yeah, all those thoughts were swimming in my head these past few days, so this past week really. And uh, and then Meg was like settle the fuck down. <laughs> like you accomplished a lot this past year. You did what you were going to do with your whole, you know, saving tons of money and investing, whatever, and et cetera, et cetera. And, but yeah, it's definitely hitting for some reason, like hitting right at the birthday, my entire body was like, okay, time to pivot now before you go insane. And another year goes by where you don't get around to the creative shit again. So, I mean, we picked up the podcast again. That was part of like, you know, getting back into that, which has been cool, but, um, but yeah, I think it's definitely, um, this next year will be definitely a uh, high time to get back to the fun shit that I want to do. So next year is work on Tony year rather than work on bank account year. Yeah. I mean, that was very necessary. Um, and I'm glad that I have that cushion now, but now that I do, I can breathe easier. Like, okay, we're going to be fine. So get back to the shit that actually you know makes me enjoy life instead of just slog through (laughs) clock in clock out eat something shit go to sleep (laughs) wake up repeat (laughs) yeah yeah so so yes this is this is the summer of george (laughs) (laughs) uh the season of change or however the fuck you want to put it anyway so that's been my last couple of days. Uh, more of my early midlife crisis shit. Todd, how you doing? <laughs> oh, nothing new. Just the same old existential dread and playing video games. Same shit. Yeah. See, there's my problem. <laughs> I haven't made time to distract myself from the existential dread with mindless video games. So exactly. more, more mindless video games for Tony. <laughs> I squeezed in a little bit this past the uh, past couple of weeks. I finally got closer to the end of doom <laughs> i think last time we talked i finished the the main campaign and now i finished the first dlc and so i just have number two the ancient gods part two to go through um it's been pretty cool i'm actually really liking there's more story to it now i mean i'll still once i'm done with it all i'll have to go through like a youtube explainer because a lot of it is just bonkers and there's no way i'm reading all those like long ass lore pages that you find in the levels (laughs) but it's kind of like a it's not just like a war against deep oh great now we got fucking helicopters flying what the hell (laughs) 
That's a ghetto bird flying over. Yeah, good old Stanton. <laughs> oh man. Oh my God. We sorry, I'm rapid firing here. Um, I'm full of like cake and sugar right now. <laughs> Thanks to Megs. I forget if we hit record before we started talking about that, but um, I I had a long ass day of working today, which was lame for a birthday, but it's okay. My actual weekend starts tomorrow. But Meg did make some delicious dinner and a homemade cake, homemade. Uh, birthday cake which is a harvey wall banger if you're not familiar it's basically a cake made with vodka and orange juice <laughs> and it's fucking delicious god damn it i'm just gonna have to close this door the whole <laughs> neighborhood's just being douches right now uh <laughs> been getting through doom finally so I'll, i will spend more time doing that i'll probably get through the next dlc this well, my weekend again starts tomorrow. So Monday and Tuesday. Um, yes, yes. More video games, more creative shit, more happy, fun times. Yay. Mm. Yay. Yeah. And more podcasts because we got a shitload of news in the past uh, couple weeks. I mean, we don't have to rehash everything, but I think there's a few bigger, bigger headlines that we can discuss. Um, well, uh, should we talk about the giant elephant in the room that was the leak that we got today? The uh, what, what, what now? So I don't know if you saw it, but uh, you might not have seen it, but there was a leak for the Spider-Man trailer today. I did not catch wind of this, no. Don't watch it. It's a shitty oh. cam. Ver- it's a shitty cam off of a cell phone of an in-development with no CGI effects version of the trailer. Oh, eh, yeah, I'll pass. I don't don't watch it. But it is out there in the world, so it exists. So there's just like a big, like you see Spider-Man swing in or like in the middle of a conversation and then it flash cuts over to just like a, a big marker that says like insert doc Ock here <laughs> uh you see doc Ock in the trailer you see uh peter on top of a train but then there's like floating objects that are just like cylinders there are no effects on it it's just like the basic cg render you see or how cg looked in like the 80s yeah <laughs> and it's mostly the the, the the majority of the trailer is a conversation with him and Doctor Strange. So oh, okay. that's, that's the majority of the trailer. All right. That's cool. Yeah, I'm sure we'll catch it soon enough. And I, I'm, I'm betting on September for sure. I think Sony has... Uh, people are now speculating uh, it's going to be like Sony's CinemaCon. So when does that come out? I have no idea. Uh, August 23rd through 26th. So this weekend, actually, or this coming, uh, couple, couple of days. days. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, since we're on the, uh, Marvel news, might as well roll right into it. There is a, a big reveal or big announcement, um, in an interview with Kevin Feige last couple days saying that, uh, well, we already heard previously and i had forgotten about this news but they announced that riri williams uh iron man's successor essentially yeah iron heart um young african-american girl who uh, basically just on her own builds her own iron man armor if i remember the story correctly um 
So we, uh, I, there was already previous news that that was going to be one of the upcoming Disney Plus shows. Um, no real uh, release window on that, but they announced when they did their big like phase four announcement stuff that that was coming down the line. But now Kevin Feige in a recent interview in the last couple of days announced that that uh, the character Riri Williams, you will first meet in Black Panther 2, Wakanda forever. So they're working on that right now. And uh, I think he said she actually started shooting this past week. Nice. Um, yeah. Another candidate for Young Avenger. There you go. Looks like that's coming, uh, coming down the line. Um, uh, in the past two weeks, we did get our uh, our first two episodes of What If, which um, we talked about a little bit in our in our lost episode. The first episode at that point was the Peggy Carter one or Captain Carter, which was fucking rad enough. And then episode two came along, and we got uh, T'Challa Star Lord, um, which you know bittersweet the the one of the final performances of chadwick boseman who, i think that uh, was his final performance his final performance yeah the last thing I, he did yeah i think in that same interview uh feige did this past week he t- touched on a few things but he did mention that uh uh that chadwick was actually the first of the of the movie of the mcu cast to sign up for the uh for the what if show, like he was all gung ho about getting as much of the character out there as possible while, you know, he still had a chance. So, um, but yeah, those, uh, I, I went in not expecting anything. I mean, I knew it's Marvel. I knew I was going to enjoy it. And I thought it would be like, Oh, cool. Like fun little like side story, passive thing to watch. But those episodes, man, they are kicking ass like they're i don't know how you feel about them but it's like so effectively they're so the what if thing is um the watcher uh played brilliantly by jeffrey wright who introduces like does an intro outro narration for every episode um is introducing us to now that we're we're being exposed to the multiverse and everything in mcu now we get to touch on all these what if side stories like hey in this parallel universe if this if one or one or two certain circumstances went a different way. If somebody made a different choice in this moment and that branched out to a, a different universe, a different way of a sequence of events and whatever. So the first one was with Peggy Carter when uh, the uh, Hydra, Hydra agent, the Hydra agent sabotaged Steve Rogers. Um, um, well, the Super experiment. Soldier. Yeah, the super soldier experiment right in the middle of it. You know, he sets off the bomb. Um, Steve, in this reality, Steve actually gets injured in the moment and he gets shot, actually. Um, And so he can't survive the procedure. He can't go in. He's like about to bleed out. So Peggy makes that instant choice, the instantaneous decision to hop in herself. She's like, no, this is our only chance to do this experiment. Like I'm hopping in the the tank and she does. Howard Stark goes along with it, even though they're like, no, no, don't do it. And then boom, she's, um, well, captain Carter. She's effectively super soldier, Peggy Carter. Um, which kind of weirded me out at first because she looks all kind of hulked out (laughs) like she Hulk, but, but then it works. And as soon as you see like her in the full captain America, or I guess captain, Britain <laughs> outfit and everything. 
and she's like having the time of her life just like knocking cars hydra cars off the road and shit and nazi cars and whatever and just kicking ass like that was really cool and brilliantly performed by Haley atwell who seemed to be having a great time being back in the mcu and now i just i want to see more live action Haley atwell back in the mcu who doesn't um, come on now yeah of course yeah and we'll get more of her uh, spy action in the next Mission Impossible movies. She's on those. But um, but yeah, that was really good times. And so the, these episodes, they're like 30 minutes long, 30-ish, maybe 33 or whatever. But they're just really condensed, very fast-paced yeah, retellings of the movies just, you know, in this alternate universe sequence of events happening. Uh, yeah, so but- we- the Peggy Carter episode followed a little more closely to uh, the first Avenger. Um, yeah. the, the star or the T'Challa star Lord one was a bigger departure and yeah. more of its own unique story, which I think was said it, it worked well. It worked very well. Yeah. Um, wildly different. Uh, and I think that was a good choice. Like the, the Peggy Carter, the captain Carter one stuck a little more closely beat for beat with the first Avenger movie just with that different version of events um all the way up to her you know getting knocked into present day and nick fury standing right there with uh hawkeye like holy shit this is (laughs) peggy carter um but then in the t'challa episode so the the premise of this we discover is if uh yondu and we don't even learn this until like maybe almost midway through the episode or something um like we just we just start out with like the beginning of guardians you know the the star lord outfit with the helmet and everything so you can't tell it's not peter quill but he's uh stealing i forget which power stone, stone. the power stone yeah from that uh temple on morag i think it is um and in this parallel universe uh and i forget the name of the guard uh the uh the soldier um but he's like a huge fan of P- of peter quill of star lord like he in the joke in the original movie was like i'm star lord it's like who like who the hell are you and he's just some like nobody he's a ravenger and he's just a, a petty thief or whatever in con man in this version t'challa has galaxy-wide fame because because T'Challa is such a great fucking dude <laughs> that being in the universe, he has just righted all the wrongs. He has convinced the Ravagers, including Yondu, to like go straight and become more like Robin Hood and his merry men. Like they're Robin the rich to give to the poor and like, you know, writing. They literally like reformed Thanos, <laughs> which was the greatest part of this episode. Yeah he had a conversation with Thanos and convinced him he was, uh, he was wrong. Yeah. How to, how he could, you know, do better by just reallocating resources. He didn't need to go with this crazy plan of like wiping out half the population of the universe and everything. The good guy, Thanos and Oh my God, uh, glam nebula. Please. Can we get more of that in guardians three? Because yes. Karen Gillan, even in animated form is, Oh, by the is way, it, the animation <laughs> is fucking excellent on this series. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure about it at first because it's like, oh, I was hoping for more. I don't know, maybe something more traditionally animated look like warms my heart. But it's I think the trailer new... didn't do the animation style justice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, maybe they polished it more before the release or something. But it works really well. 
it works for the for the the fast pacing the animation style works well with the incredible fast pacing of the storytelling because they kind of have to to get through as much story as they need to um and the action is good too like the the action sequences are are not like jump cuts and and like you don't see anything really it's you actually see some good action yeah action is great um the 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 writing is great like it's it legitimately felt like oh i am watching a full-blown like granted in like a, a very abridged format but basically another full-blown mcu movie and i was like man i would be if if these like these what if or versions are so good that in an alternate universe <laughs> if this was like part of the main mcu storyline to be like oh yeah that's that totally works like that is just as good as the version the original versions we got <laughs> um and in both of these episodes uh so far almost the entire cast has returned uh save for just a couple here and there um in this one in the uh in episode two the t'challa star lord one like everybody um i mean michael rooker is yondu karen gillen nebula of course chadwick boseman is t'challa um josh brolin josh brolin that was that was surprising when i mean it was surprising to see thanos and good guy thanos pop up uh at all just good guy thanos but he almost sacrifices himself for nebula yeah it was so great i love that whole thing he's like oh yeah And, and him trying to get uh uh thanos and nebula into counseling to make up and everything he's like come on like he, he's your father he's a farmer now he's changed i promise you blah 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 <laughs> and uh and but i love how <laughs> my favorite thing how thanos it's still in the back of his mind like he's he's doing that thing where he he's so proud of it still and he's convinced that oh, it still would work like yeah t'challa showed me a better way but i still think my original i bet it would have worked like and everybody he tells they all have the same responses, but that's just genocide. Yeah. Like, no, man, no, no, that that's genocide. And then even at the end when they're at, when they're at the Wakanda and again, um, uh, Oh gosh, what's her name? Please. Uh, Okoye. Denai Guerrero. Denai Guerrero. Um, she has literally one line. It's like a passing shot when everybody's having a bunch of conversations in Wakanda and the palace and stuff. And she says something like to that extent to him, she's like, he has just told her as the camera pans over his, his same, you know, genocidal plan. She's like, that sounds like genocide. And he's like, no, 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 no. The beauty of it is that it's random. So it's fair. You know, (laughs) he's still going on effectively his crazy universe wide genocidal plan has been reduced to his like office space jump to conclusions, Matt. (laughs) <laughs> like it's the thing that it's his 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 baby that like oh I had a great idea once and he just can't shut up about it to anybody he has to tell everybody even though it's never <laughs> gonna happen it's like oh god I had an idea once <laughs> but yeah um but yeah even um uh Karina the uh, uh the collector's um like slave servant whatever um that was the same actress uh, all of the uh, the Black Order, Proxima Midnight, and um, forget the other guys' names, but all of them, the original actors. Seth Green, uh, back is Howard the Duck. Seth Green is Howard the Duck, yes. Um, 
Yeah, the only uh, the only ones that did not return for I don't know what whatever reasons, uh, but Chris Pratt, Peter Quill, adult Peter Quill makes a, a brief cameo at the end, and it's not. That's like uh, one line. If yeah, he, does he even say anything? I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, He's and sitting then, there uh, working in a Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Drax. Uh, different actor is not Dave Batista, but I did love that Drax cameo where he's just a, a happy bartender at the at the nightclub, the space nightclub. Uh, when he sees uh, oh, when he sees T'Challa, he gets all starstruck and he grabs him for a picture. Like, oh, my family will love this. My wife and kids will love this. You know, so we know things worked out for him. Basically, the entire galaxy is worlds better off with T'Challa, Star Lord versus peter quill (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah uh, it's been really good times Uh, on the first episode i forget who again pretty much every even little small side characters everybody returned the original actors except for who didn't return oh uh chris evans uh was not back as as skinny steve rogers Uh, they had a replacement for him, but I think pretty much everybody else was in there. Tommy Lee Jones isn't playing the asshole. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, Colonel or whatever. Uh, I think it was a different Colonel, though. I think it was just a brand new character. Yeah. Um, which was uh, by Bradley Whitford, uh, which who's another great character actor. So he did well as the uh, the foil to Peggy Carter. I'm like, oh no, you can't. You're just a science experiment gone wrong you're not a soldier you're a you're a lady you know until she starts like kicking fucking ass and then you, you see the the silly calls of him like oh yes mr president i've always had peggy carter's back i always knew she was a you know straight arrow and she'd be great for us blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> but yeah but yeah uh yeah I'm, I'm liking those a lot do we know do we have any idea what the third episode is I don't. I can't find the list again, but I'm pretty sure that the third one was the Doctor Strange episode. Oh, that'd be cool. And then I think after that we get uh, uh, the zombie episode, and then uh, ah, nice bunch of random uh, Guardians and uh, Iron Man stuff. Hmm. That's cool. Oh, Meg will be down for the zombies. Yep. Yeah. We collected a few of those back in the day, the Marvel Zombies books, but then they, there was like tons of them that ended up coming out. So I have a just, couple of different versions of it now. Yeah, I think we, we just got like the first three collected books or something. It's been so long since we've touched comics, but um, we do have a little bit of uh, comic news from last week that we're, you know, we talked about on the Lost episode, but uh, there was with uh, Michael Keaton returning as our beloved 89 Batman, of course. Um, there was the announcement a while back of a, a comic, new comic series coming out. Uh, turns out it's just a, a six-issue limited series, at least so far. Who knows? Maybe they'll carry on if it uh, is successful, which I imagine from the early looks of it, I got to imagine Batman fans are going to fucking love it. <laughs> um, but I think the first issue might already be out. Um, and it's, um, I'm not sure if it's carrying on any of, um, Tim Burton's original ideas for the continuation. Cause originally Tim Burton was developing a third Batman movie with, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman. 
uh, after Batman Returns, but then the studio pivoted and went with uh, Schumacher and Batman Forever and stuff eventually. Um, so I don't, I don't know if it's carrying on any of those stories, but it's, uh, you know, they're definitely working with, they're working with the original Batman 89 screenwriter, Sam Hamm. Um, and um, they've uh, basically, they're, they're saying they're going to, of course, bring back all the familiar characters. There's going to, Catwoman's going to show up. We're going to get, um, uh, Harvey Dent slash Two-Face with, well, I don't know if they're going to do the full Two-Face storyline, but we're going to get Billy D. Williams, Harvey Dent, which is cool because we barely saw any of him in the original. Um, but yeah, that's probably, that's a series that's probably going to get me back into collecting uh, at least some comics here and there. And then we had the that other kind of crazy news that Danny DeVito, <laughs> um is writing his own um like special i think it's like a, a special one-off issue for uh, it's gotham gotham city villains anniversary giant issue number one and it's him writing for his version of the penguin it's going to be a very penguin centric storyline for that book so very nice. oh celebrating the the penguin's 80th anniversary in the whole Batman universe. Damn, that's crazy. Forget sometimes how long it's like it, these stories have been around for 80 fucking years. Huh? <laughs> or maybe longer than that. That's saying that it's the 80th anniversary of the penguins, uh, of, of the penguin in the Batman universe and the Batman comics and stuff. Yeah. Well, we had a little bit of little bit other Marvel news. So go for just it. Just one small uh small thing that came out a couple of days ago uh anthony mackie confirmed to close the deal to uh starring cap four so we knew that was pretty much far for it was a foregone conclusion that he was going to come back for cap four because they they literally made him captain america and uh but that comes off the news that we had a couple months back where Marvel is not signing people to long-term deals anymore. They're not doing the whole like 10 year Avenger thing. They're doing one, maybe two movie deals now. Yeah. So interesting. But uh, now they have confirmed that Anthony Mackie is back. Cool. I got to imagine they're, I mean, they got to be planning event. I mean, they're probably not in any rush to do it because they have so many, um, you know, series and projects and stuff now. But eventually, they'll build up to more like team up movies. Of yeah. of course, they're going to do more team up movies. They're going to do more Avengers movies, but I don't think we're ever going to see what we did <clears throat> phase one through phase three. That's Maybe. never going to happen again. I don't think. Yeah, that's a a lot. But, right. I'm, I'm sure they'll keep kicking ass. They'll keep doing what Marvel does. Yep. Yeah. Um, a little bit of older news, but I think last week we were talking about uh, uh, Brie Larson was in an interview and confirmed that they are actively shooting on Captain Marvel 2, or the Marvels is filming right now. Um, she, she did make a few comments about it. It's pretty cool i i like this part because they're she was saying that they're doing a lot of practical sets which is really cool which you don't get a little very often these days especially with these movies that are more like spacey and different worlds and stuff but she said no they're actually putting an emphasis on 
like building these giant sets of like these different worlds that we haven't seen in the Marvel universe before. So she comes to work and it feels like she's like living in her own private Disneyland or something. <laughs> That's cool. We also got uh, two new trailers this week. Uh, we oh, really? got the final trailer for the Eternals or yeah, the final trailer for the Eternals and uh, another trailer for, uh, well, it was more of a hype trailer for Shang-Chi. Oh, okay. I didn't well, see that. Stuff, stuff we had already seen for really? Shang-Chi, at least. Did you see the Eternals trailer? I did not, no. That was it. It's uh, looking really good. I, I like it. I'm do we, get more of a, do we get more of the story without spoiling the entire story? Um, I, get, I get wary of those second or third trailers no it doesn't really it doesn't really spoil the story i think the main takeaway is that uh like the big question is everybody asks oh well why you guys are all powerful you guys have these like omega level powers why didn't you stop thanos or whatever i think uh why didn't you help the avengers it's like we can't unless the abominations or whatever the their enemy is called we we we're, we're we are forbidden unless uh, abominations are involved. They have a, a specific enemy name. I can't remember what the name is, like abominations or something like that. Hmm. Okay. All right. We'll see. I, I have no opinion on it because I like know virtually nothing about the Eternals. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with the Eternals either. Like I, I know of them, but. Uh, they're they're like top tier like mutant level powers okay immortal characters been around since the beginning of time basically that kind of stuff yeah gotcha. right. see how that goes um i got a couple quick rapid fires uh, can get through just general movie news from the past two weeks um the bizarro uh peter Dinklage, um, uh, Elijah Wood, uh, who else was in it? Kevin Bacon, fucking, I forget who else. Uh, the weird ass Toxic Avenger reboot, <laughs> apparently <laughs> wrapped production already. Um, so that's coming. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, we got, uh, <laughs> so I was just talking to somebody about this, um, well, our friends. Shannon and Andrew, uh, they've seen the Sonic the Hedgehog movie because they have kids. Uh, but Shannon actually said, no, it is actually worth watching. It's worth a watch. Uh, it's actually enjoyable. And I was always kind of curious because I miss seeing Jim Carrey being ridiculous. And so, but anyway, so I'll probably give that a shot eventually. But now Sonic 2 is happening and Idris Elba will be playing <laughs> Knuckles, which... Okay, <laughs> I think we we mentioned this in the other podcast and the last week's podcast. But uh, one of my favorite Twitter interactions of the last few months happened, and uh, it was uh, some naive dude posting, "Oh, Idris Elba as Knuckles." I I am I'm shuddering to th- or I can't remember exactly how he said it, but uh, mm. I I hate to think how the internet is going to want to fuck Knuckles. <laughs> and then the first post, the literal first post after it was, hello, sir. Have you ever been on the internet? 
that already <laughs> exists. Uh huh. Oh boy. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Boss Logic. I-, I can never remember the guy's real name, but he goes by the handle Boss Logic professionally. He he does all that amazing, ridiculously amazing and beautiful digital artwork for many all kinds of nerdy shit that he loves, but he also has had legit work uh, for with Marvel and other big studios now. Um, but he just whipped up a fucking disturbing, like Idris Elba knuckles hybrid. Like he has his eyes and it's just horrifying on all levels. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you, if you so dare, you can enjoy that online. It's a quick Google search away. Um, uh, I got two bits of uh, random news. I go for it. So this is more on the gaming, but half of it is movie side. But the, they're both Fallout related. So Ooh. first one, the the one that I'm excited for, um, there's a mod that's coming out for Fallout Four called Fallout London. It's a complete conversion mod, and it's it's a story based in London. And obviously, we haven't done any overseas Fallout content at all, so. Yeah. Um, it's it's supposed to be a, a full like game length conversion mod. Nice. So just like that uh, Fallout uh, Pacific Northwest, just hopefully with less rape and uh, <laughs> and uh, controversial, uh, uh, less problematic developers. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Well, so the the news actually comes. The head writer for that was actually just hired by Bethesda to be a quest writer. So nice. that uh, leads us to believe, hopefully maybe they're developing more follow-up content right now. We know, we know that they're hard at work on Starfield. That's expected next year. Right. And next in the pipe is Elder Scrolls six, which is not expected for a minimum of three to five years. Wow. Uh, so maybe fallout is coming right up behind that. Hmm. maybe in the next six seven years i don't know but uh the second part of our fallout news is there was an interview done recently with the uh developers of the fallout tv series that is actually happening by the way in case Ah. you forgot um it's on it's being done by amazon and the Ah. producers are the same people behind westworld Ooh, so that yeah so that's where the sort of controversy is a little bit. Uh, the Fallout fans are like split down the middle on this. So yeah. the they uh, the the developers, the producers said, yeah, it's bonkers. There's going to be or there's there's it's like it's going to subvert expectations and and is truly uh, truly wild and weird and whatever they they had mentioned but the big thing is subvert expectations like fallout fans like no fuck no we don't want <laughs> crazy twists and sub- subversions of our expectations we just want our expectations met to the barest minimums <laughs> cater to our goddamn expectations for once <laughs> don't ruin our fucking franchise uh you know i i love fallout frankly they can do whatever the hell they want just as long as they tell a cohesive start to finish narrative like i get why it worked for westworld but you don't have to confuse the fuck out of us this time (laughs) exactly it it doesn't don't make the entire story from the point of view of a synth 
with a shoddy brain or something like don't do that shit <laughs> no unreliable narrator just give us a straightforward adventure please for the love of god <laughs> exactly yeah i don't want to have to deep dive on reddit and wherever i can for an explanation chart and like wait when did this sequence of events take place oh that was all in the sense brain but really this was happening at the same time and this hand had 70 years in the past and then we skipped forward to this god damn it no <laughs> just uh, want people wandering around finding their caps finding skeletons in weird locations and battling like crazy there you go. Yeah. Um, speaking of Amazon Studios, there was a, uh, a little first look at the the Wheel of Time cast. Uh, I don't know if you caught that, but in uh, Rosamund Pike is really the only recognizable name that I see um, as the main uh, sorceress or what have you. But I mean, looks like generic. Look, it passes for medieval fantasy. Fine. bunch of people walking in a field <laughs> uh, a fellowship if you will <laughs> we had our uh, first look from clerks three that uh, has been filming for the past two weeks yes uh, an image of the four main cast members yep. uh, most of them look identical to their younger selves just with some more wrinkles mm -hmm. except for rosario dawson she literally looks identical to her 20 year old self uh -huh. like if not younger, if not de-aged. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, after that, after that was put out, like on the magazines, whatever, wherever that first look uh, was released, uh, I think on like Vanity Fair or something, uh, then Kevin Smith posted it on his own, you know, social media accounts, and his caption said something. Well, what we were all thinking, he said something like this: uh, recreating this shot because they have like a promo shot from when they were filming Clerks Two with everybody at movies. And uh, the four main principal actors now in the quick stop in Clerks 3, he was like, this was, he, he said something like, I, I, I purposely, you know, wanted to recreate this moment, this very exact shot here to show the, the ravages of time and what it does to us. But fucking <laughs> Rosario, <laughs> you know, with her fountain of youth, like she completely does away with that. You know, everybody else is all, you know, aged appropriately but she looks if anything younger than she did in 2006 <laughs> mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah meg saw that and she like instantly shared on instagram she's like rosario give me share your goddamn fountain of youth <laughs> that you're clearly <laughs> keeping for yourself oh, yeah she's a witch <laughs> i am excited for that that's gonna be fun oh here's 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 one quick I think this is the last one that I was excited about. Not okay. not that the the particular content of this, but the mm -hmm. fact that this is still actually happening. Okay. Tron three adds Dune producing designer Patrice Vermette. Wow. Okay. So the designer uh, for the production sets and all that uh, from Dune is uh, on the Tron three team now, but the news is Tron three is still happening. Because that mm -hmm. was a rumor a couple years ago with uh, Jared Leto attached and all that good stuff. Yeah. My my only my only regret though is that Daft Punk is not a thing anymore, so they cannot do uh, the soundtrack. Uh, they could bring in... No, oh, no, no! Don't say it's fine. 
<laughs> because the best thing about that damn movie was the soundtrack. It, it was, was essentially it was essentially a two hour fucking Daft Punk uh, music yeah. video. Yeah, I, I am not uh, taking away the contributions that Daft Punk has graced us with over the many, many years. They paved the way for sure to the magical land of Wub Wub music. But now, <laughs> now we have a plethora of fantastic Wub Wub music um, creators that have you know, that are now carrying the torch that Daft Punk passed on to them. So I think it'll be fine. Um, what I wonder, what I really hope is that they don't just scrap the storyline and try and start fresh and do what they usually do is like, oh, let's forget what happened before and then let's just uh, try to soft reboot this shit again and see if we can reinvigorate a, a franchise of, of movies or series or some bullshit. Like, just finish what you started. Like, bring back, give us Olivia Wilde and, like, at least carry her story on because they left that like very open-ended and that I don't know. We'll see what they do. Tron's a Tron's a weird one to crack down. I think that's a weird nut to crack is the right uh, phrase for that. Yeah. They don't mention if, so we, we, we still don't know if it's a continuation or a hard reboot or a soft reboot. We, we don't know. Yeah. All right. We'll see. But it's good to know that they're at least they've got it in the works. Okay, uh, a couple more rapid fires, a little bit of old stuff. Uh, John Wick 4 is still a coming, and it's it keeps adding people that I like. Clancy Brown, motherfucking Mr. Krabs, is down to, to party with John Wick. No idea who his character is, if he's going to be on his side or against him or whatever, but um, honestly, I think I would love to see a Clancy Brown and Keanu Reeves throwdown. That would be badass. It would be nice. <laughs> Yeah. I think I, I think I'm done like reading anything about this movie because I'm already so hyped for it. I, I can't. I, yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to get anything. I don't want to get anything spoiled for this one. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Disney's Cruella movie, which I didn't give a shit about when I first heard about it, but then I heard from everybody like, "Holy shit, this is actually a really good movie." Surprised everybody. Um, Emma Stone locked the deal for a Cruella sequel, and also. Corella, the first movie, will be free on Disney Plus to stream on the 27th. So just a few days away because I'm a cheap ass and I didn't go to the theater or pay $30 at home to see it. So <laughs> so we finally get to watch that. Um, I'm upset yeah. that I won't be able to pay $30 and watch Shang-Chi at home because I am not going to a theater. Yeah. Hmm. Are you just because of COVID and everything, you're very like, yeah like i'm I'm vaccinated and everything uh but i still don't want to risk catching it i understand yeah it's meg and i we've made just two exceptions so far we went for um uh, a quiet place too which was great in theaters and uh and black widow and we thankfully we found at our uh, our local regal theaters just right down the road uh, they have like $5 Tuesdays and we go like on a matinee and there's, we've got like the whole place to ourselves. There's literally only been like two other people at both of those movies that we went to. So it felt safe enough for us, but I know everybody has their comfort thresholds. I mean, even, even I, if I see like a place filling up too much, I'm still like a little, little leery, a little bit on. Yeah. Air. 
I went to the the casino uh, last week, and I like the moment I got out of there, I started having a panic attack. I was like, Wait, I shouldn't have I been done? in there. <laughs> I was in there without a mask while I was drinking and while I was eating and yeah. enclosed space and all these people walking around with no masks. And literally, like the next day, I, I started feeling like crap, and I knew it was just anxiety, but. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put myself through that again. Playing with fire. <laughs> um, oh, another quick one, but pretty cool one from the previous week. Uh, we already got our news from the the Netflix Wednesday Adams series that Luis Guzman is our new um, Gomez Adams. And now we got Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia, mm-hmm. which... I haven't seen, I can't remember the last thing I saw her in, but I think she's done a lot of. I think we talked about it. Like she is, she was, she took like a, yeah, she did a few TV guest spots, but for the most part, she's been retired for the last like seven, eight years. Yeah. Yeah. I told Meg the the news and she was like, ah, I don't, yeah, I don't care about her or whatever. I was like, really? Catherine Zeta Jones? And so she like, was 90s hotness. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I haven't seen her lately, but I'm sure she's fine. And she's a fine actress. I had no problem with her. Um, but I told Meg, like, you're not going to be happy unless, like, they time travel back and just grab Raul Julia and, like, younger. Um, well, they could have used Christina Ricci. <laughs> Christina Ricci, yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. But... Oh, well. Speaking of classic TV, this one is uh, right up your, uh, right up your uh, alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roku orders more full episodes of Reno 911. Holy shit, really? <laughs> yeah, so it's being revived a second time. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. I still have to watch that uh that latest season. So so we had the original Reno series and the movie, which Megan and I did see in the theaters. <laughs> um then uh, Quibi Quibi uh did a new full season. And I have yet to see it because I didn't pay for fucking Quibi for the five minutes that it existed. <laughs> uh, but then after that folded a few months later, it was announced that Roku would be absorbing pretty much all of their content and yeah. redistributing it for free. So I don't know if it's up yet, but I do need to watch that latest Reno um, batch of episodes that, that season. And so now they're announcing that they are going to keep doing more. Yes, they've announced they're doing another season of nine one one on Roku. That's rad. <laughs> That's one of those things. Like it's just it's too good. And it's never gonna die. It'll still <laughs> like keep puttering along in some format. Like I mean, like Futurama. They they continued on. Like how many times did they get canceled or finished Same with and then restart? Family Guy. Family, Family Guy's World. been on air for like twenty years now, and it was canceled like three different times. God, that's crazy. That was because of the censorship in the beginning. Like everybody flipped the fuck out when when Family Guy was the most racy thing on the air in its first couple of seasons. I think it got canceled in the first season, then brought back, then canceled in the second season, then brought back again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How funny. Oh, this, this is one that I was going to talk about earlier, but I forgot about it. Uh, we had our first look at a new Star Wars property in, in forever. Oh, so we we had our first trailer for Star Wars Visions. Oh, that's the uh, the Star Wars Animatrix, basically, right? Yeah, the animated anthology. 
So that uh, released about five days ago, and I'm gonna be honest, it looks really fucking hype. Yeah, like it looks good. Nice. I'm, I'm excited out. for that. Nice. Do we have a release date or a release window on that? Oh, uh, let me find out. September twenty second. Oh, nice. Yeah, so a month from now. Sweet, it's coming right up. Uh, in other Star Wars news, uh, it was announced a day or two ago that the Obi Wan show has rap production. Or I don't know if they made an official announcement for it, but there was like various cast members were sharing on their social media, like, "Oh, I'm wrapped for for Obi Wan, like the whole season or whatever." Uh, so that's coming down the line. Uh, last week or so, we got uh, headlines that. Apparently, they are looking to cast the live-action Sabine Wren for the Ahsoka series. And everybody's speculating who they're going to cast. I have no idea. I don't even know who would fit the bill. Let's give it to the voice actress. Like, she looks similar to the character. Um, she got the voice, and she's going to be in Mandalorian armor majority of the time. Ooh, so, yeah. just give it to her. Very cool. And they got Katie Sackhoff for... Uh, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Um, oh, and in our other beloved space series, again, this is a, a week old, but still exciting. The Orville finally officially wrapped filming season three. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like it would never, this is like Half-Life 3 confirmed. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Seth MacFarlane made a big stink about it online saying like, kind of like, thank God. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, they had like they had pictures of like I think like the wrap party cake and everything and um, T-shirts for the for the cast and crew saying like I survived three years on the Orville and that's not as in they they survived seasons one two three like no it's legitimately been roughly three years to get this season three in the can because 2019 2020 year of COVID and then now 2021 halfway through it so but yes we are gonna get our season three of Orville. It does exist. It is coming. And uh, Seth MacFarlane was pointing out, he, I forget what wording he used, but he was basically not ruling out more seasons to come. Um, I think it was kind of through internet chatter before, like last year, it sounded like people were suggesting like, oh, he's too busy signing on with more dramatic projects on other networks and everything. Like he's not going to have any time for, he, he's done like, with have Orville. You ever looked at seth mcfarland's like workload he is always too busy for fucking everything yet he still manages to do it he's still gonna do it yeah uh but yeah he said something like uh like can't wait to blast off into space again with you guys or something but for now like take a take a hard-earned rest or something like that <laughs> yeah. yep yep um oh another one that we keep hearing much like john wick for um we keep hearing about awesome uh awesome people joining the cast of taika's our flag means death is a hbo pirate comedy show fred armison is now joining the gang so they're just gonna get like every comedian out there just like hey you want to be on my pirate ship sure <laughs> I'm, I'm not a i'm not a fred armison fan so. oh really uh no really uh, no portlandia for you no no portlandia i'm not the i'm not the biggest guy into like the awkward humor 
it, it's hit or miss for me. And I understand why it's a big miss for some people. Like it's sometimes it's just too cringy, awkward that it's like, I'm not even having fun right now. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes it hits right. I don't know. But I don't know. I, I didn't catch on to Portlandia until it's uh, last couple of seasons, but I really enjoyed it. Both Meg and I. But I don't know. Well, we'll see. For the Adventure Time fans out there, like me and Meg, there's actually more coming. Um, they, they've they been doing their, their four little one-off specials on HBO Max. There's uh, They have one more to go uh, coming in September, I believe. Uh, but they just announced that they're doing a spinoff show. HBO Max just ordered a, a new half-hour spinoff series uh, for featuring Fiona and Cake, who were the like alternate universe female versions of Finn and Jake, the uh, main two. So they had like a little random so special episodes they, every now and again. Cake is the theme for tonight's podcast. Cake <laughs> has been brought up in like five different Five different subjects we've had already tonight. Dang, yeah. Title of the episode, Harvey Wallbanger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I might have more of that uh, tonight. As soon as we yeah. get off this podcast, that lemon cake is calling to me. Yes. <laughs> Keg. Um, oh, and uh, some gaming and collectible news. I think this is another one I, I talked about last on the last episode. Um, but recently, in the last couple of weeks, there was an announcement for uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, who I've, you know Meg and I are great fans of now. Uh, they were, I forget what uh, board game company, but they were kickstarting, and it's official, it's tied with Nickelodeon, but they, they paired with a tabletop game maker, oh, Magpie Games, for crowdfunding, uh, kickstarting campaign for Avatar Legends. Uh, tabletop RPG where you if you're familiar with the Avatar universe and Legend of Korra it's like you know the the chosen one the Avatar who has all the different elemental powers combined Um, do you know is it an actual board game or are they doing like a pen and paper D&D style that's actually a good question it's described as a tabletop RPG so I guess is that more like D&D yeah that's more of a pen and paper okay style game all right. Okay, so they're putting together like the the rule book and everything. Yeah, the rule set and probably some pre-made encounters and stuff. Okay, so the idea is is that you're playing as your own, you know, uh, from scratch avatar character, um, and I don't know if it's going to strictly be in like, oh, it's in this era of this universe because there's many different eras there's so much lore behind the two shows it's crazy and comics they they can expand the universe in the comics um but we'll see but all i know is that you're effectively like you're playing your own um your own customized character your own your own version of the avatar um but it uh the news last week was that it had met its goal in record time like 16 minutes it uh it uh, earned well their goal their initial goal was 50 grand and they like 15 16 minutes it was done and then since then they were so successful beyond that that they ran out of stretch goals <laughs> they just they just <laughs> kept pouring in so like the whole ever since i think it was mid last year both of the shows avatar last airbender legend of korra 
they went to streaming on Netflix. And so this whole resurgence of that franchise has occurred. So they're, they've got like the old fans reinvigorated, like, oh my God, yeah, Avatar's back. And newcomers now, because it's been like 10 plus years since, well, definitely more than 10 years since the original show aired. Um, I forget when it was exactly, but like early 2000s, I think is when it all started. Um, so it was the first show ran for three years. Then after that became, uh, came legends of Korra, legend of Korra, which is the next avatar, the successor. And they've, ex- they've continued the storylines through comics and stuff. Um, and then we talked about earlier, a few episodes back that, um, Nickelodeon since seeing like the, the fan base excited for more content. Now they teamed up again, they rehired the original creators of the whole universe and they're working on like new projects. They haven't said specifically, but probably new movies, new series, new, whatever. Um, it feels like when adventure time was taking off, like when adventure time exploded and it was like in every, every corner you looked of comic con was adventure time. Everything like everything had these big series had their moments. Like the first time I saw, I was, I was a little, I was a couple years, um, behind when doctor who exploded in america uh, with especially with the new the reboot series and everything and i was like just seeing doctor who at every fucking con at every turn like every look like what the fuck is going on here and then i started watching yeah. it. i was like oh i get it and then same yeah, thing with exactly adventure time and that's What's exactly up? what's going on with uh, avatar right now like yeah one of the one of the biggest subreddits right now the last like say year is like avatar memes and it's like they haven't put out new content for Avatar in fucking years. Yeah. So why is this suddenly exploding on Reddit? So it's one of like the top 10 subreddits, but it's that Netflix exposure. Yeah. Yeah. So now maybe if they put Farscape on Netflix (laughs) and finally fucking get my Farscape continuation. (laughs) That's a long stretch. (laughs) Very, Very, very long frelling stretch. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> ah, good on you. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I think last but not least, uh, our buddy, our buddy Sean K, who did our beloved "Getting Off Topic" theme song, um, sent me this just a couple nights ago. In an official, Todd, growing up as a child of the '80s slash '90s, you know when I say Nerf. It is nerf or nothing. Am I right? So it was announced this past week that uh, they are making our 80s, 90s hearts explode with an official aliens pulse rifle. (laughs) (laughs) So for the ridiculous collector who still wants to buy nerf guns, you can get, I guess, pretty soon a replica M41A Colonial Marines pulse rifle from James Cameron's Aliens. <laughs> but of course, it's got to be bright yellow. Oh, it probably will be, yeah. Because, you know, you don't want to you don't want to give cops more excuses to shoot kids in the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't need an excuse. It just happens. Uh-huh. I do have one bit of sad news. Um, oh, don't bring us be- down. Beloved oh, actor and martial artist and Hattori Hanzo from uh, Kill Bill, Bunny Chiba, died of uh, 
COVID complications this past week. I did see that. That sucks. Yeah. That, that's really, really fucking rough. He was yeah. an amazing, amazing martial artist actor. Yeah. That's a legend right there. 82 years old. And to go that long and have just be, oh, this fucking virus. Yeah. Goddamn. But I mean, that's, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That's a fucking horrible way to go out. But I mean, great life, that guy, you know, incredible legacy he leaves behind. 1939 to 2021. Damn. Uh, I, I, I might have to do a Kill Bill rewatch. It's been a long while. Definitely, yeah. I watched them a couple months back and they were fucking amazing like always. Yeah. Did you hear about um, uh, Quentin? Quentin Tarantino, he actually released a novel version of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I still haven't actually seen that yet. No? No. That's a good one. I definitely recommend. I mean, if you if you enjoy Tarantino, um, of course, it's definitely it's definitely one of his better ones for sure. I liked it a lot, but yeah, he uh, came out with kind of like a pulp novel version of the movie where he kind of expands more on some of the characters and stuff. But I, I heard that I think I listened to him on a podcast. I think he was on uh, Mark Maron's podcast like a couple months ago. They were talking about it, but it sounded really cool. It sounded kind of right up my alley. Something ridiculous and pulpy. We'll definitely check that out. Yeah. Um, I might as well uh, give a few of the remaining little minor headlines from last week. Uh, what we do in the shadows, another beloved show. We're waiting to come back. Season three uh, starts September 2nd. And the news from last week is that they're already renewed for season four. Oh, shit. Sorry. Huh? I was going over Sunny Chiba's IMDb to, to see like things that I could rewatch. Yeah. I didn't re I, I don't know. Okay. So this is a quintessentially like eighties, early nineties franchise. Okay. Did you ever watch the iron Eagles movies? No, the name is familiar, but I never, the, it's Lewis Gossett jr. That's where he got his like fame from the, the, the iron, iron Eagle movies. Was it like a, uh, uh, like a, B fighter pilot b version top gun essentially yeah, pretty much okay. a kid a kid has a dad who's a fighter pilot dad goes down somewhere i don't remember it was vietnam or the gulf or something like that and then mm -hmm. so the kid becomes a, a fighter pilot in honor of his dad and lewis gossett jr is the the his like superior slash like adoptive father character uh -huh. and then like for the second and third movies in the franchise, they like go rogue and like are off the, they're, they're not in the military anymore. And they do like, well, but for the third film, they, they do this sort of, uh, they called, they, they, they gather the, the, this intrepid team of old mercenaries from previous wars <laughs> and they, they fly like old ass, like prop planes and shit rather than jets and i forgot that sunny chiba <laughs> was the japanese pilot 
literally flying a zero in this. Oh my god. Oh. This this <laughs> this one was so bonkers. That sounds hilarious. Good old 80s. And I can remember the cause oh, IMDB even has a photo of the fucking cassette. Wow. <laughs> the cassette box. Giving you all the retro feels. Yeah, let me let me link this to you. <laughs> you can see the the glorious cover work. Oh, that's badass. <laughs> that is that is eighties gold. Iron Eagle three aces. Unofficial <laughs> mission. Unconventional tactics. Unbelievable courage. And uh, <laughs> so lady Rambo hurts. there. A lady Rambo there with a fucking M sixteen. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, a GPS surround sound. Nice. <laughs> she's the sister of like one of his like former. Or, former military buddies or something like that and like she goes back to her home village and her home village is under under like terrorist control or something that's why they gotta gotta get these uh old aces out of the out of the mothballs and suit them up in their finest world war ii and vietnam era planes oh my god it's like an 80s 80s and 90s and early 90s action b movies they're just the the fucking best <laughs> just like wear their heart on their sleeve like yeah we know we're low budget trash but we're gonna have a ball anyway <laughs> we're yep. gonna blow some shit up we're gonna have some hot ladies and uh we're just gonna have a groovy time uh oh fuck what was that one like miami miami connection i think oh my god i have to look it up now we're going down a rabbit in the hell. <laughs> Miami Connection, 1987. Oh my God. That cover art looks amazing. <laughs> I dare you to watch that movie. Oh, goody. It's free on YouTube. <laughs> I dare you, sir, to watch that movie. And I'll, I'll start uh, my, my Iron Eagle education. <laughs> I love how not a single one of the cast has their has their picture on imdb that's how you know it's good uh oh it is a it is a treat sir (laughs) good lord though that cover art is amazing Uh uh-huh the guy Uh, looks like he's 12 yeah oh it's so it's so bad i think that was one of the inspirations for um uh what was it kung not kung Kung fury Uh, is it kung fury that's the one I feel like I'm mixing up a name. No, yeah, Kung Fury. Yeah, which I saw. Uh, speaking of, I saw a uh, a rare Instagram post from the creator that uh, David Sanborn, I think his name is, or David San David Sandberg, uh, who plays Kung Fury and like uh, produced the whole thing, directed the whole thing. Uh, they are still working on Kung Fury Two, the movie. It's, it's filming right now, actually. Yeah, I think they're working on releasing it next year. Um, but he showed, I think on Instagram just a couple of days ago, he posted himself like on wires in front of a giant green screen. And it's just like, yep, we're still working on it. <laughs> I think Schwarzenegger has a cameo in it. I think uh, Michael Fassbender is in it. Um, wow. Yeah, he just grabbed Hasselhoff, of course. He's not doing anything. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> oh man, now I'm in a I'm I'm in a B movie action mood. I got to watch some of these. Got to watch some uh, '80s action B movies. All right. The next time we podcast, I'll have my uh, my take on Iron Eagle. <laughs> At least the first one. <laughs> we'll see if I get any further than that. <laughs> The first one was actually okay. The first one was good. The the, the, the second and third ones kind of go off the rails and just embrace the uh, 80s B-movie. But uh, mm. the first one was good. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, anything else, Todd? I got nothing. I think we've done our job here. I'm uh, probably going to go. Got, I got cake to eat. Yep, gonna go get some more. Like I said, I was too full because I had all that steak and scalloped potatoes and corn that I couldn't eat my cake. So now I got cake waiting for me. The the hour hour long podcast was just enough to uh, let everything settle down and make room for cake. Perfect. These are the important things. This is why we do this, folks. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much for joining for another hour and uh, whatever of nonsensical ridiculousness and geekery uh go watch some bonkers ass 80s action b movies the more bonkers the better i want to see i want you to experience uh cars and and like i'm talking about big ass boat cars that are held over from the 70s that are still chugging (laughs) along and in car chases and the second they they get the tiniest scratch they explode with the most ridiculous explosion that the uh, demolitions team can afford. Like it was a damn Jerry Bruckheimer film. Yes. Yes. Cars exploding from like, you know, a soft breeze in the air, um, unlimited ammo with Uzis. Uh, that's mm-hmm. important, especially for never the reloading. Yeah. Never reloading. Uh, what else? What else? Hmm. An RPG inexplicably out of nowhere. Yes. Uh, Detectives always know at least a bit of karate. Um, <laughs> and and you can't solve the crime. You can't solve the case until you've been uh, put on suspension, until you've turned yes. in your badge and your sheet, your badge and your gun. Yes. If you're make sure your movie checks off all those boxes, at least, and then some. And if you can't get that, at least get the tribute that is Kill Bill. There you go. Watch some Kill Bill. Yeah. Which is a tribute to all like 70s and 80s B movie action flicks. Bingo. I, I think the kids know what Kill Bill is, Todd. <laughs> Not necessarily. It, it's um, it's to the point where where the, the, the generation Zoomers probably don't know Kill Bill. Okay. Zoomers, get on your Kill Bill. <laughs> all right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>